0: Sadi <inaudible> Hey Amud Aleph, seven lines down at the two dots. The Mishnah had said Gazal uberes vialada. So if we turn back to the Mishnah on Sadium Bays, if somebody steals a cow that's pregnant and it gives birth, or a sheep that's laden with wool and gives Zaza its shorn, Mishalim that Goslin, if he wants to uh, make a, make everything okay, has to pay the amount of a cow that's about to give birth, or the amount of a sheep that's about to be shorn, um, which is basically at the time it was stolen. Tanur Umar brings a brisa with three Tanaic opinions. The brisa goes four lines and starts here. Um, very similar case, if not the same case, to our Mishnah Hagayzel Rachel and the next word is taken out vialada so if a person steals a sheep that is uh, filled with a woolly coat and obviously um pregnant and it gives birth mishalem oisa so um the thief if wants to do what he should do the right thing which would be to um pay back it and gizoisa it's shearing's vesvadaisa and it's offspring, its child, its um, little baby um, sheep, in other words, everything, even if those things are worth um, much more than they were at the time that he stole them, the um, Gazela should return as uh, it is now, which would mean empty, Um, no wool on it, no baby in it, and then he should pay the value of the shearings or the value of the offspring as it was worth at the time he stole it, not the increased value after it's shorn off or after the the offspring is uh, given birth to. That's Rebbe Yehuda, Shimin, Reb Shemin, who we boxed, Iluhi, Shuma, We view it as though there's an assessment made in dollars and cents um, at the time it was stolen, and that's what has to be paid, the value, what it was worth at the time it was stolen, which sounds very much like Rebbe Yehuda. and we will see later in the Gemara what the difference is between the two of them. Ask the Gemara, um, focusing on the Rebbe Meir opinion, Yibayiluhu, my time as Reb Mayor. What's his reasoning? Um, colon. We're going to have an A O Dilma B. But before we did that, I put a Roman numeral one in the margin. This is going to be the first lusin of the question. And about twenty lines down, first word in the line is connis. In the middle of the line it says Iqadamri. I squiggle underline the line, igadamri and put a Roman numeral two in the margin. So here's the first version of the question. According to Reb, Mayer, what's the reason for a Mayor? A O Dilma B. A is a Mishum de Kasavar Shinui made that when the Ghazlan does something to change it, or it does something to change it, gives birth, or he shears it, um, it's still in its original place, so to speak. It's still like it's owned by the original rightful owner. That's why the rightful owner is entitled to everything, even things that are, are worth more now than it was when it was stolen. Odilma, I squiggle in line, the Odilma, Odilma B. Baalma in general, Shinui is Kaina. Um, no. So if the Goslin if there's some sort of change, the Goslin was Kaina. The Hacha, over here, the issue is deka Kanis. Here the issue is Is there a Knas that we don't want somebody who did a sinful thing, like stealing somebody's item, to get the benefit from it? Okay, the Mora. Almost parenthetically, ask the Maynav Kamino, like, what difference does it make? Is there a, a case that would bring out the uh, practical difference between whether you go with the A approach or the B approach? Well, Lahecha de Kechosha michash, It would actually make a big difference. Let's say the animal is worth less. So, if you want to say that the reason is because the Shinui is still kind of, even though the guy stole it, is really like the rightful owners, then if he returns it and it's worth less, well, that would be a valid return. Whereas if you want to say that um, the reason it's a kanas and really the shinoe that the gazlan uh, did to it would be kind of it, then he would not allow, the the gaz would not be allowed to pay back something that's worth less. He'd have to pay at least what it was worth. So, tashma. I put a triangle on this tashma. It's going to be a two and a half line brisa. And about 12 lines later, there's another tashma. I put a triangle around that. It's going to be a second attempt to clarify the issue. So again, the question is within Shitas Rebbe Meir. So, yes, both of the snake sources will be according, at least to some of the opinion, to Rebbe Mayer. So it says this, uh Starts here. Gazal Behema Imagine a person stole an animal and he had it for a while, it got older, uh, less valuable. Or Avadim He stole uh, slaves, and as slaves get older, they're not as valuable. What does the thief have to do? Mishalem Kishasa Ghazali pays what it was worth at the time it was. Stolen. Okay. Um, sounds like he's have to pay a higher amount than what it's worth now. Rabbi Meir, who we boxed, and remember, we want to focus on Cheats Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Mayer says, well, when it comes to slaves, Ba'avadim, I underline Ba'avadim, Oymer Loi, the gazlan, can return the slave to the Nigzal and say, HaLavanecha, listen, here's your slave, and um, given it back. Um, well, the truth is that a slave is many times hukash Lakarka to Land and land by definition can't be stolen. So let's make a basic diuk then, because the Tanakama was talking about both animal and avadim, and here we're only talking about avadim. Uh, That's the end of the source, comma, connector as far as a diuk vilu behema. What would Ramirez say about a behema? Well, he didn't say, he just said about avadim, but I guess by a behema, Ramirez would say kishaza gazela, even though it's worth less, it would have to be paid back. As it was worth at the time, was stolen. The al If you were to take the opinion that sovereign may hold that Shinui really it is still the rightful original owners. Then even an animal also should have to be um, paid back um, at the whatever its current lesser value is. Rather, a lav sh'ma must be. Kiss of Rubmeir, the remains of the opinion, Shinui is yes koina. The Shinui that happens to the animal is yes koina for the gazlan. The Halcha over here, the reason is Knosu de Kakanis. Must be because of the Kenas. So as far as the Aodoma B, the answer would be like B. The Bigmore rejects this approach and says, Nope, that's not a valid proof. Amri. Rabmeir, when Rubmeir is speaking, he's not stating his own opinion, he's actually saying back to the Tanakama. According to his opinion, Rabbi Meir to Rabbanan. According to what the Rabbanan said, kamr colon. And this is what Rabbi Meir would say. Ledid Rabbi would say, according to me, shinui ain kaina. No, no, no. Even the shinui it's done, it's not kaina. It's really the original rightful owners. Vafilu And even if it's a animal, ella. What's Rabbi Meir saying to them? Ledidhu according to you all to Amrisu, that shinui is kaina. I mean, I hold shinui is not, but according to all that holds that shinui is. Odu li admits me at least, but after that, when it comes to a slave, since we know slaves are hukash Lakarka and the karka, and we know when it comes to land, ain't an exellus. Like by definition, you can't pick it up and take it away and hide it. It's it's there and always there. Formula rabbanan, and what would the rabbanan respond to mayor They would say, Lo, avda kemitaltli dami. True, there are some things that we make the halacha similar between an evid and land. But in this case, an evid is more like movable property, because after all, an evid can be taken from one place to another. So Tashma, the more tries again, put a, uh, we already put a triangle on this, and it's a a two-line tineic source. Let's say somebody is uh, given wool to dye red, and he dyes it black. So, l'tzvayelay edayim, as he was told to do, v'tzavay shachar, and he's told to dye it red, and he dyes it black. Or shachar is supposed to dye black, and he dyes it red. Well, and here's Ruby Meir, we box Ruby Meir, the whole question is, within, she does Ruby Mayer, and de Whatever the original value of the undyed wool was, that's what the dyer has to pay. okay. Now, that's the end of the snake source, says the Gemara. Demait in the value of the wool undyed, yes, but ushevachai, Apparently the value of the wool, of course, wool that is dyed is worth more. So the Demate Simray and the increased value, low. Now let's look at the two sides. E Salkai vectored this word V, and two lines later I vectored the words Elolov. So the we E were to say, which is one of the two possibilities, that savor of shinui ain kaina. I double underline the ain that really shinui is not going to be kaina. Then by In other words, the person was given wool by the wool owner, and if what he does to Change what he was supposed to do is not going to be kaina, then it's still the wool owners, and the wool owners should get back the wool with the dye, or at least the increased value of that. El Alav, we vector the Alav, elav Shma Mina, must be of mayor Shinui is kaina, yep, Shinui will be kaina. v'hacha, so then what's going on over here? Kenasuhu de Kakonis Shma Mina, that over here it's a Knas. In other words, the brisa of Geisel Rachel, and the dying. Well, the truth is, the guy's not a Gaza didn't steal somebody's wool. He was given somebody's wool. And uh, we're not going to give him a kanas because of the mistake that he made that he thought he was supposed to die it red, and really he was supposed to die it black. Period. Ikadamri. I squiggle in on the Ikadamri. According to the second Lashon of the Gemara, Haloi Ba'ilon. Uh, no, actually, that is. Not the question. Rav Vitani, from the fact that we'll see a little bit later on um, in the parak that Rav switches around the following snake source and teaches it as follows: Says, yeah. The snake source now goes for. I box it off about almost three lines. para So imagine if uh, somebody stole a cow when it got much older and therefore worth less. Ravadim vehiskino stole some slaves. Kept them for a while. They're worth. Uh, they're older now and worth less. Uh, so that person, if he wants to uh, do tshuva, would pay what they uh, were worth at the time they were stolen, which would actually be a greater amount they're worth now. Diva Rabbi Mayor. We box Rabbi Mayor. The Chachamim say we box the Chachamim also. The Gazan can say back to the rightful owner, "Here's your slave and Haresha halafanach." Listen, it's yours and I'm giving it back to you. That's the end of the Tineic source. Now, v'adai, the rabbi meyer, shinui Kaina. For sure, we would have to say over here that the shinui is Kaina, because he has to pay kashas a gazela, even though the animal or the evidence is worth less. The hacha, and over here what's going on? knasah hudika kanis It's a knas. ki ka'i bailan. Our question is hachi bailan as follows. And again, the camera presents it as an a- Odilma B, colon, A, kikakonis. when the Rabbanan uh, made this kanas, this uh, financial punishment, was it only if the person who was um, problematic here did it bemazed on purpose, um, or if it was someone who was totally, like, um, not aware of what was going on, the standard case of that is always a person who purchases an item, from a someone, he thinks that someone is his rightful owner. And actually, he's the gazlan, and then this person who purchased it um, puts um, assets into it. He increases the value of it. O Dilma or maybe I feel Even if the person who did what they did did a bishrei even then the khanis would apply. Well, tashma, I put a diamond around this tashma. And on Amud Bay's two, four, six—I think seven—lines down, first one on the line is Talmud. In the middle of the line, there's a Tashma. put a diamond around that, which indicates the uh, two Tanakh sources that the Gemara is about to bring to try to answer this question. So Tashma, we have a Tanakh uh, source that goes for just under four lines. There are five categories of people who Hamisha goiven Minha. Mehurarin that can uh, collect from Nechassim uh, chayrin of money that's owed to them, but not from Nechassim Meshu So basically if they're owed money, they can get like the assets that the person who owes them the money has right now, but not from things that they theoretically may have had an earlier lien on that no longer are in the possession of the one who owes them the money. Elohain, here's a list. Um, number one peiros, number two shvach peiros, number three mekabel avlosim ben ishtay number four vaget chayv shein and number five v'ksubasi shein b'yachrayes. So, what are these five cases? The first case is the peiros or the shvach peiros. It's a case that's part of mesachas getin. Um, as far as achilas peiros ulishvach harkois you would not be able to collect for those from Minhasim Meshubadim because of a Taken that is much better society work that way, which would be a potential loss to people who buy it, who would then have it seized away from them. And you wouldn't want that because then people would be very nervous to buy anyone else's land because they never know what could be seized away. The third case is a Kabbalah love, someone who takes upon themselves to uh, provide sustenance or support or food for sons of his wife from a previous relationship or daughter of his wife from a previous relationship that also can only be collected from Bnei Chirin, not from Meshubadim. Uh, the fourth case is a Get Chayv, that would be basically a loan document that does not have Achrayis written into it, doesn't have a, a guarantee of the one who um, is borrowing the money that he will pay it back. And also a Ksubasisha, which is the same type of thing, um, not really a loan document, it's like an IOU that the husband says under certain circumstances he will pay her. Also, Sha'in bahrais that doesn't have a guarantee um, written in. Okay, that's the end of the Tineic source. Man Shammus Who is the opinion that we know of who holds that lack of Ahrais written into a document is not a mistake? It's like, Rather, that's the intention of the parties involved. So, even though Stom it would be Achrayis, but Achrayis, a lack of Achrayas, Lav Tal Soifer isn't viewed as a mistake of the describer. Uh, no, no, that's what they wanted. Who would? Who is that opinion? Well, we know that's Rabbi Mayer, vikatani, and uh, if you look at number one and two in the above Brisa, we quote three words. I put right angles in. with Schwach Peres. Well, how do you have Schwach peres? How do you have like an uh, um, increased benefit in Perus Shvach Perus? hechidami? question mark comma well, is it not going? Let's say I stole Bob. I stole Bob's field, and uh, what did I do with the field? I sold it to Carl. So I stole Bob's field, and then I sold it to Carl. And Carl put, you know, some good investments into that because he wanted to improve the field. And Bob shows up one day on Carl's doorstep and says, "Well, that's my field." Um, now Carl's really upset because Horowitz. Me, I sold it to him. But, uh, Keshehu Goiva, so when he comes back to collect from me, who sold it to him, I sold him a stolen field, Goiva carrot, he can get the principal, let's say he paid $10,000 for it, from Mechasim And That for sure he can collect from my Meshubad property, Vesha Shvach, but the increase only from Mechasim Bechayrin. Now, the Asabal ara the the background is that he took the land, he didn't just take it, he took it and put improvements into it. So my love, we're not talking about the purchaser is an Amha Aretz, who doesn't necessarily know the Allah Zalayada, who doesn't understand or he's not aware or cognizant of the fact that Karka nigzelis oh England nigzelis. The implication of the Gemara is that the Kona that it's stolen land, but he just like he doesn't know the difference, stolen or not stolen. and even though that's the case, Katani, or kaasi, excuse me, Balkarka, that the rightful owner of the land can come and seize the land and the improvements. and we would be able to conclude from here that even B'Shayeg, because this fellow didn't really know. The Gemara says back, no, or we reject that approach, Amri Who's to say that the purchaser didn't have any idea? Rather, the Loikeach was well-versed in the Jewish laws on this issue, and he knew better, and therefore it's not a case of uh, that he didn't know, uh, like Beshegik, rather, he was mazed. So, Tashma, we try a second time to answer the question. This Tanaic source might look somewhat familiar. Again, the question is a little bit different. The question is, um, when the kanas is made, is it be maize, it only be not be or even be shayigig? So, we saw the next verse before, it goes for two lines, we box it off again here. Litzvah adam, I give you wool, I want you to dye it red, you dye it black, or shachar, I want you to dye it black, adam, you dye it red. Reb so the dyer has to give back the value of the raw wool. Now, basic diuk, says the Gemara to mate Simre, the value of the raw wool, let's say the wool was worth $100 when he gave it to the dyer, and the dyer was supposed to do it red, and he did it black. By the way, black wool or red wool is worth maybe $120. So he, the dyer, has to pay back 100 which is the value of the wool when it was given to him. But to meet Simre, the value of the wool along with the shvach, which would get you to like $120 low. Now, if you want to say, and this clearly was a case of Shoyi, you didn't do it on purpose, that Shoyi Nami Kanas, we also make the Kanas of Demet Simroi Shvachoi, then the dyer should certainly, by Lameis valet have to give $120. El Alav, rather, should we not? And yes, we are going to conclude from here, Shmamina, that the Kanas is specifically Mameisid. When the bad guy, the one who's doing something wrong, did it, on purpose, as well as a kanaz, but gig, If it's uh, inadvertent or like un- unrealized, then Lokanis Shmamina. sh'maminah. We go back to the brisa. We had two opinions that seemed quite similar in the brisa that we started this year with Rabbi Yehuda and Rebbi Shimon. I put right angles in over here. Um, Rabbi Yehuda, who we boxed daimer that the gzeila is returned as it is. And Rabbi Shimon, who we boxed daimer we view it ki iluhi shuma it's like as those uh, a Assessment made of how much it was worth at the time it was stolen, and both of them seem to be saying that you pay what it was worth at the time it was stolen. In which case, the Gemara rightfully asks, "My Penahu. Well, what's the Navgamina case then between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon? I circled Rav Zvid, and two lines later, directly underneath that, I circled Rav Papa. So it says Rav Zvid. The Navgamina case would come bishvach shalgabegizayla. Kamifligi. What do you do with the increased value that's literally like on the animal? For instance, like the uh, sheep with its uh, wool. Rabbi Yehuda Savar, so Rabbi Yehuda would say, I underline his name, De Nigzal Have. Well, it's still attached to Bob's animal, and I sold Bob's animal, and therefore it's Bob's, the increase. Whereas Rabbi Shimon, we underlined Savar, De Gazlan Have. No, it belongs to the Ghazlan, because Rub holds as a steadfast principle that which the Ghazlan has to pay back is what it was worth at the time he stole it, not afterwards. Rapapa, who we circle Amar, he says to Kuli Alma, everyone would agree, Shvach shal gabi the increased value, let's say the uh, fully wool coat, it was stolen, it barely had any wool, now the sheep is laden with wool, the Shvach al-Gabi actually, Rapapa says, everyone agrees to Goslan, Have, that actually belongs to the Goslin. The hacha, the issue over here, is This type of uh, share cropper, which we usually think is called share cropper, I think it says crops, but let's say you give someone an animal for a long time to raise it, uh, they're actually entitled to sometimes a 50%, sometimes a third, sometimes a fourth. That's the machel, colon. Rebbe Yehuda, we underline Savar. That benefit, that increased value, which is actually like literally on the thing that was stolen, Kule de Gazan Havi it all belongs to the Gazan. Now the Gazan certainly has to pay restitution for what the thing he stole was worth at the time he stole it, but th- he certainly would get the increased value. And Reb Shimon, who we underlined, Savar, Lamech, Salashlisha via, know there's some sort of uh, uh, arrangement or partnership for either 50%, 33%, 25% who dishakal gazan that's what the Gazan will take. <clears throat> so Tanan, we bring a Tanaic source to try to marshal this Machlikas. The Tanaic source is our Mishnah. It goes for about two lines according to the Mishnah. I put the right angles in over here. starts before the word gazal and goes down two lines. And I also put a, I guess it's a question marking in the margin, because this really is a question that's going to be asked on one of the two above opinions. It starts here and goes down until the first word of the line is Rup Shimon, about seven lines later. So here's the question the we is going to ask. Tanan, the Mishnah had said, back to our Mishnah, Let's say a person stole a cow, female cow, and it wasn't pregnant at all, and then became pregnant when it was in the possession of the Gazlan and actually had a uh, offspring. Or, Rochel, um, you had a sheep and it didn't really have any wool on it when the person stole it. Then, Venizana, um, you know, it takes a, little, a few months, the woolly coat grew nice and thick. Ugezaza, and then it uh, got uh, sheared off. Well, how much has to be paid? The mission said very clearly Mishnah Shak whatever it was worth at the time it was stolen. Connector. Now that apparently is in the context of the case as the mission presented it where you a person stole a cow, then the cow became impregnated, and then it gave birth. The Duke would be Ylada if it actually gave birth, and that's when we would say that below Yelada if it didn't give birth, Hadra Be Ina. Apparently, it seems like it would be returned as it is in its pregnant. As it is in its uh, current state. So, Bish, I squiggle under the Bish to mother who we had up above, Da Amar. Rabbi Yehuda, that according to Rabbi Yehuda belongs to the one it was stolen from. Well, then Ha Mani, who would be the of our Mishnah? The Mishnah didn't really have a clear name. Well, that's not a problem. That would be Rabbi Yehuda. He fits. Ella, I squiggle underline the Ella, and this is really the crux of the question which is really going to be aimed at Rav Papa. El Rapapa Papa, the Amaru says, the Gazlan, it actually belongs to the thief, Hamani, well then who would be the offer of our Mishnah? It can't be Rabbi Yehuda, it's, it's neither of them, and certainly not Rabbi Meir. Well, Amar Lach Rav Papa, Rav Papa would say back to you in defense of his opinion, Huadin, the truth is in our Mishnah, Rav Papa would say, that Afil even if the, Cow had not given birth. All that has to be paid is what it was worth at the time it was stolen. Well, then, why did the Mishnah teach itself in that case in the context of Yolada, where the cow that was stolen it was not pregnant? Then it became pregnant. Then it gave birth. Because since, in the case of where there was a stealing of a cow that was already Pregnant. Then we have to differentiate between where it now is still pregnant or where it gave birth. Nasu sefanami. The later case in the Mishnah also gave the case in the context of when it gave birth. Period. Tanya nakavasir rapapa. And with this uh, two-line brayso, we'll conclude the year for today. We have a support for rapapa um, from the following brysa I box it off. It starts here. Shimin, We underline. Aimer royen aisa. How do you view it? Keep. Iluhi as though there was a assessment made at that time, uh, and and this is the part that's like we Squig underline three words: for fifty um, percent or thirty three percent or twenty five percent, and and that really was the um, approach of rapapa. The whole machlokus was at least according to. Reb versus Reb Shimon, that Reb Shimon held that there's actually a like almost a sharecropper, or a uh, I guess a sheer share herder uh, fee that would be uh, possibly having to be paid. Adkan.